your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. What is up, y'all? I am so excited because I have someone very special today. I've been doing a little series. I only did one. There was one with my girl Casey a few episodes ago. So if you haven't listened to that, check that out. Uh, But I started a series where I'm interviewing previous clients because they're dope and cool and wonderful, which all of my clients are because they just are. Um, And today I have Nina with me and you may know her from TikTok or even Instagram because homegirl just like blew up her Instagram with her incredible content. She, if there's somebody that you like, want to want to know who, what's like hip and cool, what kind of trends are cool in the way she doesn't like copy anything. She's her own person, but she just knows what works. And so I highly recommend you check her out on her Instagram. Um, and she'll give you all of that information, but, um, Nina, why don't you share a little bit about you, your story, how you got here, like anything that you want to share so we can know more about you and what you do. Yeah. Thanks for that hype up. That was like pretty, I was like, damn, who are you talking about here? (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm so happy to be talking to you right now because it is so refreshing, especially being on social media all the time, talking to like, you know, you feel like there's always that barrier and being able to talk to you and knowing it's going to always just be such a real conversation and like there's no walls. It's just chat, like real conversation. I love that. Yeah, I mean, we like got into it before we break recorded. I just like laid it in there. Um, But yeah, so I um, started posting basically on a page because on my page, Mind Body Nina at Mind Body Nina, because I was in grad school for social work and it's more like counseling social work. And while I was in my program, in the process of becoming a therapist, I kind of was like, I don't want to wait until I get to the end of this program to start like really working with people and working with people in the way that I want to be working with them. And so I just had so much excitement about all these different psychology, health, um, what else do you want to call it? like personal development topics. And I just wanted to be doing it. I wanted to be talking to people. I wanted to be like sharing the information. So I created my page about, I would say like two years ago. And from there, I realized, oh, wait, this is something that I could actually keep doing. And like, I could make this into my own coaching business. And so I started coaching from there. Um, And then it kind of evolved into this mutual passion for content creation and coaching. And so, yeah, I post like a lot of personal development content that's like me running around in the woods or me in my freaking kitchen scrambling eggs whatever it is um just trying to make it as engaging as possible and like simple as possible for people to understand a lot of the topics that like you learn that can come off so 
pretentious or so serious and I feel like there's this conversation around like mental health psychology personal development stuff that can be like really hard or like really scientific hard as in like get your shit together (laughs) or scientific or even just the other end of the spectrum that's super like you are sick and you have no control over any of this yeah and so I wanted to do something that was like compassionate digestible and made sense so and fun yeah fun 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 Fun, yeah because you're 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 very funny I like love I love the angle that you like take it's great (laughs) thank you yeah because I mean even just when people are learning I used to be a nanny too when people are learning it's like whether you're a kid or an adult even though adults like to think this doesn't apply to them it's like people like to learn in a way that's fun and so kind of almost using the fun little pithy things that I did with kids and just knowing that the simpler you make it the more analogies you have the more you can compare it to the more you can like put your whole body into it the more people like actually not just want to learn but actually remember um so yeah I love that I love doing that yeah and I think that's like why it's obviously there's always something when you like find somebody's account that like grows really quickly or like they they have a lot of engagement is like they find something that like makes them I think there's kind of two parts like with I that I see with you is like you're just like authentically you and that's why I like I know I attract like my people because I remember when you reached out and I was like oh my gosh I like had already seen your page and I was like this girl's so cool like I just could see that you were authentically and unapologetically you and I think that's what attracts attracts people to you but like you said it's also the way that you relay information like it's much there's and there's plenty of research that shows that when you learn in a different way in a fun way like one of my favorite books is Limitless by Jim Quick and it's all about like reteaching yourself how to learn and so many of those things are like like he talks about how to like remember people's names and it's like using letters but then like whatever their job is and then imagining like them wearing like their like whatever they wear it's like this whole thing and it's like so extra but because it's so extra like I remember it you know what I mean so um I think that's like that's the key exactly 100 um I'm curious for you just because you you mentioned it and I know that there are people that obviously like listen to my podcast and follow my page that um struggle with like content creation for you like what's your process for ideas like everybody has like a different process but is there anything like you do specifically to like get ideas for like the two parts that go into content like what you're going to talk about and then the format of it like whether it's a video or it's this or that like what's your process Mm, that's a really good question because I think it took me a bit to figure out a process that was working but also felt sustainable and I think the thing is it's like people a a lot of people have like if you go through your own content it doesn't even have to be somebody else's content or a coach's content or somebody who teaches people how to grow their account like it could be your own content seeing your most successful story real whatever it is and just trying to figure out whether it's in the comments whether it's in your dms like what people liked about it because for me my first ever video that really blew up my account the spoon one which one the spoon one was it the that was the second one that was the second one that was the first one I saw of you yeah so that was one of the big ones but the one before that even was I woke up it was six in the morning I woke up and 
five seconds later, I have my phone on my stove and I just took a video of me. This is just what was on my mind when I woke yeah. up. And every other video I had posted before this had been me planning out what I was going to say for like four plus hours. So I put it on the stove and I just ranted for like a minute about how moving our bodies in a certain way is so naturally regulating for our nervous systems and how when you're like so suppressed and robotic all the time, you're not even giving your body the space to just like do what it naturally knows how to do. And it it was the most embarrassing video. Like I looked like I had my hair so messy, like not a bit of makeup on. I had like these Eagles pants that were pulled up like a butt, like almost to my freaking like collarbone. So high. <laughs> and I was just being myself. Yeah. And so when you're making content, it's like, people are trying to say the thing. I feel like a lot of the time that's going to work and the thing that's going to be the most impactful correct all that stuff when really I've made videos where I felt like what I was saying was so valuable but I was coming off like I was trying to say something valuable and people just naturally it's not their fault right people don't feel attracted to that to a certain degree you know and so I would say like three things are one just being able to express your authentic personality and whatever it is you're saying Two, just getting straight to the point. No, like, here are four ways to, like, none of that. Just get right to the point, say what you want to say, and say it as quickly as possible. And I don't say that in a way of, like, you know, people having to cut off what, what really matters and what they find valuable, but just, like, get to the point because it's hard to capture people's attention. And it actually saves me so much time, so much energy just by cutting out so much of the effort yeah yeah I, oh, that I, was, that was two things but no no that's all, <laughs> all of that's great and I I think that I've just wrote so many things in terms of what you said the first thing is like one or what about like the process like you were talking about like what's working and looking at like the comments or like figuring out what, what's working I, th- I don't think people take the time to analyze those things enough they're kind of just like pumping out content and like going and it's like you are your own like inspiration you've put in the work into c- putting out content take a second to go back and figure out like what works that's why if you notice like I'll notice this all the time with creators on TikTok, like even just like people who are like funny or do like comedians, whatever, they'll put out like a, a skit or like a segment or something like, I don't know, they'll do it in a certain way and it'll be the first time they did it and that video pops off. And then all the videos I see after are that same style, that same segment, that same skit because it worked and they just double down on it. And I think that we're trying to consistently find like new and different ways to do it. It's like, if some kind of format or way that you like project information, like works, like just repeat that. And then once that doesn't work anymore, then do something else. And it makes it so much easier to create content than like trying to like consistently reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yes. Yeah. My, something that I always keep in mind, my dad said to me once he was like, my, my dad used to own a pizza shop. And that's like the most New Jersey Italian thing. Yeah, I was about to say, you're from New Jersey, right? Because I think. <laughs> yeah. So like my dad used to own a pizza shop and, you know, he had a lot of connections with other people with pizza shops around the area. And I remember for Scotto, Scotto's Pizza, which is like a, I don't even know how big they are and what people kind of know about Scotto Pizza. <laughs> but 
I remember my dad telling me that so many people tried to get the recipe for Scotto pizza and they would give out the recipe to everybody because at the end of the day, it's not really the recipe that made their pizza so good. It was exactly the way that they made it. Yeah, of course. So like, I feel like with content, it's the same thing. You could get be given a recipe of how to make content and you could be given somebody else's formula of exactly how they do it. But at the end of the day, it's like those things that make you, you, even though it, it can sound cheesy to people and people are like, no, give me the exact yeah. But when you're just being yourself in your own way and you've figured out how to take all these tips from like all these coaches and people that you've learned and like bring them together in a way that's you being whatever gifts you have, that's going to always be your best content. Not the thing that like worked perfectly for somebody else. Yeah. It's like people are, that's another thing I wrote too, is like people are putting so much energy, not only into perfecting the process, but like trying to say it, like you said, the, the, the right thing, the thing that's going to be knock it out of the park, or they're trying to perfect, like, cause I think there's a lot of great accounts out there that do like Instagram or social media, um, like research, like Brock Johnson, like his account's obviously really great. And he could show you exactly how to do it. But if you, even if you try to do it that way, but you're not having like your own spice to it, like it's going to be lacking. And so I think people need to put more energy into perfecting. I don't even use the word, want to use the word perfect, but perfecting their, their authentic, unique, weird, alien, raw version of them. And like, not even perfecting that, per per perfecting the comfortability with doing it versus like what the actual format looks like. Because if you talk to anybody that has successful social media content, they're not really trying, like they might like think about those formats and those things a little bit, but like, they're just good at doing what they do like mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And I think that's mm -hmm. like, what really matters. And one thing that popped in my head, just like as a, like a little bonus tip from what you were talking about is like, cause I know I work with a lot of people with ADHD and I know how their brains work. So I can already hear like the things that come forward. But when you're talking about like cutting out a lot of fluff, people with ADHD, we tend to have a hard time, like simplifying things. We over explain all of that. And so what I found that works if I ever, cause my, I used to post videos that were like eight minutes long and it was like, who's watching those? Like no one, and, you know, get on YouTube, Alexis. Like <laughs> we don't need eight minute videos on Instagram. But if you ever have like a lot of extra fluff, whether you're recording something or you are planning out a post is split it into parts. People love coming back for part two, part three, part four. And so if you really, 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 really feel like it's not, you can't fit it into one, keep it, still keep it short, but just split it into like many posts. So just to share. Yeah. And then it's like, it, it, yeah, because you have this thing. And then I, I think a lot of the time we can throw it out. We're like, oh, that was too long. Let me, let me make something shorter like something completely separate instead of using what you already have. Yeah. And then like just editing it a little bit to just get those parts that you want and where it can start and end in a comfortable place. And then there you go. It's like, you have it. I think sometimes it can feel a lot harder than it is, but once you find your process, it becomes super simple because I think you got to figure out how to make it simple over time. Because I remember I used to, like I said before, I used to spend hours making reels and they wouldn't really get any views. I mean, I don't want to say any, but like 200 views. Yeah. And so they, I was like, okay, so I'm spending a lot of time making this. I'm getting 200 views. It's not really doing much. And 
I was posting every day because I was listening to everybody's advice about post every day, post three times a day. And I was doing that and <laughs> receiving no benefits, yeah. no benefits. Now I post like once a week and I have like 90, like almost 90 K. Like I post almost once a week and it's, it's not about the rules that you're following. It's about figuring out what works for you. And again, I know, I know everybody says that, but that's um, true. Yeah. Like something else that you reminded me of was that a lot of the time, I think if people get that one video that kind of blows up more than their other stuff, what comes with that is also like the hate comments. And so sometimes there's resistance to making something exactly that way because of people feeling afraid of like, okay, if I post something like that again, I'm going to get the hate comments that came with it. So now I have to change it. Now I have to do something different. Now I have to make it more appealing and like appealing to the hate comments. But then it's like, you're not doing the thing that you did the first time to get it to be that way. Agreed. (laughs) So it's a process. That's like the one thing that like people don't realize when they're constantly wanting to go viral is like, you're, if you go viral, it is almost a guarantee that you are going to get haters. Like, and you have to like mentally be comfortable with that happening and then like navigate that and there's there's no running from it if you want to grow like and it doesn't happen all the time but it can happen and so I think people just have to like be okay with that but I'm glad you pointed that out because it's it's super true um so I'd I'd love to know like for you when we were working together like what was what was one of the things for you that you feel like whether it happened while we were working together or it was like later on down the road. Cause as you know, you coach people, we can talk about some things now and sometimes it doesn't click or it doesn't, you're implementing and it happens later on. But what was like, whether it be like a transformation or like an epiphany or whatever, like that you were struggling with or like working through. And then, you know, we worked together and then moving forward was something that like shifted for you in some way, like in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So there were definitely a lot of those things, but I think the one that stands out the most to me was the fact that you helped me focus. So like, I felt like I had a buffet in front of me of all the things I wanted to do and all the ideas I had and everything that was on my mind. And you just helped me be like, okay, there is one entree for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Try to start here. And just see what you can work with with this and then move forward to the next thing. Like you helped me. It's like I was running in circles around myself because I couldn't, I felt indecisive. I felt like a lot of my, mm, I felt like I was holding myself back from doing that because I'm somebody who wants to be on step 10 before I get to steps two, three, four, or five. I just want one to 10. I don't want to have to do the process in between. And so I think having you, not just like the knowledge that you shared, but also just having your literal physical support, like you being there and being like, Hey, I've done this. I've gone through this. I've helped a lot of people with this. Having that made me be able to trust a little bit that if I focus on one thing, my whole life isn't going to collapse and I'm not going to lose all my ideas and I'm not going to lose all my progress that it's actually safe to start somewhere and to just focus on that thing. No, I I think that's so 
so true what you're saying about just having a person there. Cause that's like why we one. I think one of the bigger reasons why you have mentors or coaches or guides or whatever is like, yes, you're going to gain knowledge and you're going to get, you know, tips and tricks and things like that. But sometimes just like having that person there, whether it's like knowing that they're there for support so you can ask questions, but also what you're saying about like, because like, I'm sure I've told you, because we have a lot of things in common, like a lot of things that you would share. I was like, girl, been there. Like, you know, when you have someone that's a mentor that like lets you know that what you're going through, what you're feeling is normal. I like you're saying it helps make, it helps allow you to feel safe to do things differently. Like, okay, I can let go of my 45 million things and focus on something. And that's actually going to benefit me. Cause if you're just like out there raw dog in your business and life, then you're like afraid to let that go. And sometimes even if you see a quote, even if you see something positive on Instagram, there's just a different energy when you have someone that's there to like support you in that. Cause it's kind of like we're holding hands and it's like, you got this. And it's like, okay, you're right. Like, I feel that way with all my mentors and like my therapists, like I can know something and then like, they say it like, it's okay. Or this is safe or we can shift this. And I'm like, okay. Like we just, we need like that handheld sometimes. Yeah. You know? It's like that, that co-regulation of like, even yeah. just seeing you talk about something and the second, like when we got on calls together, me explaining to you my issue and I could see it in your face, just the, oh, I know exactly what you're going through and I know exactly all the things you're going to tell me. And I know like, you know your client's pain points so ridiculously well yeah. <laughs> that I could just see your on your face. You're like, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, I know exactly what you're going to say. And then being able to guide me through it in a way that was coming from like, just like calm and like, you're like cool about it, you know? Yeah. So it just naturally I just picked up that energy too because I'm like okay yeah you're being this way it's okay for me to be this way too yeah I love that you called it co-regulation because I never really thought about it thought about it like that but it's like that like even if I think about my moments with like my therapist or my coaches like just explaining something and like you're all worked up and you're like you don't understand like this this and this and they're just sitting there like and then it's like oh I can have this be a problem, but it's not, I don't need to burn my whole business to the ground. Like mm -hmm. we can, we can make this work. So I love that. Um, so now like where you're at, I know that you just went on like a recent, um, little social media, like hiatus. Um, and like, you're, you're back, you're doing your, you're doing your thing. Like what, what are you like working on right now? What are you focusing on? Like what, like, tell us more about just like where you're at in October of 2023 with like just you and your business and like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after taking a little bit of a step back from social media from like, I just needed a, to zoom out for a second and see everything that was in front of me. And to kind of ask myself, like, what, part of my business and having all of it be through social media like what was the most important thing to me and it was coaching but that was the thing I was investing the least amount of time in and I was like this is the thing I'm the most passionate about this is where my skill set is so I just want to take a step back so that I can put the majority of my like energy and my resources and everything there so now I'm back to coaching and I'm like so happy because it's also the thing that like fuels all the other things. Like you said before, it's the thing that fuels everything. And 
even just being able to talk to my clients is just like the thing that sparks all the ideas and helps me understand people better. It helps me. It just is the freaking gasoline. So, um, yeah, in terms of the types of clients I have and like the type of coaching that I'm doing. Um, so a lot of people, I feel like a pe- especially people in the personal development sphere whether you're actually a coach or you're just somebody who focuses on it for yourself um like people are trying to get more out of life and a lot of the time the way that we do that is like looking externally like oh I want to grow more I want to have this feeling more I want to experience this more and then we go outwards and we're looking for you know whether it's us trying to fix ourselves by reading more watching more freaking YouTube videos listening to more self-help podcasts, whatever it is, we're going externally to try to get that. Um, And so in my coaching, like I want to help people get more out of themselves, like getting more out of life by getting more out of yourself. And that's why at the end of every video, I say, don't miss out, just don't miss out on yourself because that's really where it is. Like everything we're trying to experience is the internal experience we're looking for. And we can miss out on so much of that by focusing so much on the external. So just kind of getting a lot of those obstacles out of the way that keep us looking out. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what we focus on. I think that's, I love that that's what you're doing because it's so, it's so hard for people to want to like, believe that or see that because with social media and like you get the money and you get the this and everybody has like their highlight reel and whatnot and I think that we forget that like being able to like enjoy your own company or to thrive and feel good and like feel fulfilled without any outside things like anything that's outside is just like a cherry on top but like because we were kind of talking about this before we started recording like I was saying to you like it, whether it be like in relationships or money, whatever, it's like you feel, you work to feel so good on your own and thrive on your own that like anything else that you add is, is just like a bonus or it has to compete with like how you're able to just like regulate yourself, make yourself feel good. And so I think that you doing that work is like, it's amazing. It's like so needed right now. So like, hell yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah you're the best. Um, I have another question for you because I know that there are, uh, people that probably fall into a similar category as you, when it comes to wanting to work with someone as a, as a coach. And, and, and I mean that in terms of when we started working together, like you'd reached out to me and like your Instagram was growing, you were growing, but like, it's not like you had, like, we, you didn't even have like a finished full like program yet. Like you were like, you kind of had it, but you were like, we were like, you know, pulling together some things. And so I think a lot of times people are nervous about investing in a coach or working with a coach when they're newer or when they're just figuring things out. So like, was there, whether it be like, what piece of advice would you give or like whatever conversation you had with yourself, what was it that you, I guess it it like said to yourself to feel like it was okay to invest in a coach or like get yourself to be like, I'm going to make this decision, even though it's scary when I'm not like, I haven't been in the business for five years and I'm making, you know, 20 K months or something like that. Mm, Yeah. Really good question. So I would say 
it came to a point where, cause I had, I'd started some things, right. And I was doing that thing of running around in circles around myself. Yeah. But I came to a point where I asked myself, like, what do I really need in order to reach the goals that I'm setting for myself? Because I wasn't reaching them. And I remember just not trying to force an answer, just asking myself that question and letting whatever came up, come up. And I was like, I need help. Like literally that was it. I was like, I can't, (laughs) what I'm doing, like I have all the motivation. I have all the passion. I have all of those things, but I need help because the amount of time that I'm spending is literally not worth the outcomes that I'm getting by myself. And so when I saw, um, when I saw your page, which I found you through Connor, cause he yeah. would like, re- you would post about him and then he would repost you. <laughs> love, this is a Connor fan page. We love, yeah, yeah, love Connor. Right? He's the best. We love Connor. <laughs> um, but I remember seeing, because I had never really thought about hiring a coach before. It didn't seem like something that I wanted to do, especially so early. But when I saw your page, I remember one of the first things I thought was how well you understood all of the struggles and how much they spoke to me. Even when I was watching your, what was it called? Like the the ideas to fire action. Uh, Ideas to fire action. It was like a a group group coaching or mastermind. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a it was like a a six-week coaching container for people who have like a million ideas but are like afraid to settle on one and like you know slowing down yes exactly so there was the initial when I went on your page right and then it evolved like all the way into uh, to me actually working with you and us working one-on-one but also me watching those videos in that ideas to fire action and from beginning to end I actually would pause your videos (laughs) and be like how does she know so exactly every single thing? It was just it, the trust that I felt. So for me to see that, especially when I first went on your page, it was just like an immediate, like, okay, I trust that you understand where I am and that you can kind of help me walk where I want to go. Yeah. And I think it's that, that essentially what you're saying is like, and this is like what I I, every every coach wants to do, but it's what I really feel like I'm one of my, everybody has like their superpowers. And I feel like helping people feel seen mm-hmm. also just because I've been through so much shit. So this is like, I get it. But like when, when you are uh, any person that's offering like a service, I think your goal is to help people be seen. And this goes back to what you were talking about, about like just taking action, like in your coaching and like, that's giving you more information and more things to be able to like share with people when you're actually taking action because action breeds confidence. It's like, you can't help people be seen. If you're not going through the shit yourself, you're not taking action. Like you can't like perfect your social media or perfect your program or perfect all of it and like sit on it and then release it. It's like the action of all of it's going to give you so much data and so much information and posting, you know, content and figuring out what works and what doesn't helps give you information, which helps you help people feel seen because you have the information to help them feel seen. If that makes sense. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And also you were also undercharging massively. Yep. Have you had you raise your prices because you didn't, do you have a master's too, right? Yeah. I was making sure I wasn't crazy. So I was like, girl, you got a master's like, let's, let's raise these prices because you deserve it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was definitely undercharging, definitely undercharging. Um, It was really hard for me to 
get out of that mindset. It's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It takes a bit. And it's, it's all like connected to like our money things and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, cool. Well, you're the best. I would love for you to share with everybody like where they can find you. I think you said, you, you know, your podcast, all the things, wherever they can find you. And if you have anything like going on right now, if it's just like one-on-one or whatever, share, share with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first of all, you're the best. Second of <laughs> Um, my Instagram and TikTok handle is at mindbodynina. I also have a website now. It's humansunplugged.com, which is the name of my podcast, which if you want to find my podcast, you can find it right on my website or in my link in my bio on social media. And if you want to learn more about coaching, humansunplugged.com or just go straight to my page, watch my story highlights, go to my link in my bio. It's everywhere. So I love it. Yeah. And I'll put all of that, like all the links and stuff in the, in the show notes as well. So you can go find her and watch her like funny, awesome TikTok and Instagram content's really great. So, well, thank you, Nina. You're amazing. And I appreciate you so much. Go check out Nina on Instagram and I will see you guys later. Peace out. Sending you so much love. XOXO, your tough love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.